Hey, this is Matt Rosenberg, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host Lance. It's Friday and we're, we're just having fun. It, baseball's here. We've been celebrating all week. It's been awesome. Uh, I have Cole on the show with me all week. Cole, how are you, sir? I am doing well. It is Friday. You can baseball see the light started, at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, baseball started up yesterday. I mean, hopefully the light's not too close because I want my Rangers to do a little to do better than they have in the past, but <laughs> We'll see what happens with it. But, yes, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, sir. Awesome. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. You know, we've looked at uh, video games. Uh, as a matter of fact, just before we started recording, I, I went and dug up my, my King Griffey Major League – King Griffey Junior Major League Baseball for Super NES. Uh, I had to show it off because I only paid $5 for it, which is it's pretty cool. It was a, that's a steal in my mind. Greatest baseball – one of the greatest baseball games ever, and he got it for 5 bucks. Yeah, uh, you know, and then Tuesday we talked about movies, you know, how baseball and movies just go hand in hand. Uh, I'm still trying to find that horror baseball movie, you know, like Freddie wears, is it, no, Jason wears a hockey mask. Yeah, right? Jason yeah, wears Freddy a hockey mask. Finger, I don't do right. horror movies. So I, you well, know, I love uh, horror movies, so I'll correct you on that all day long. <laughs> so we need, so if. We can't find one. We need to make write a script of a, a baseball horror movie. Like the I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean we, we we talked yeah we talked about the scout earlier this week for briefly, but that movie had it gone on for another thirty minutes, totally could have been turned into a horror movie. I feel like I feel like the the haunted home run is an R.L. Stein book. Like that sounds like a it sounds it, yeah. If it's not, it should be R.L. You're out there. There you go. There's your next idea. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and we talked about music. We talked about the ups and downs of history, the joys and the irks of baseball. It, it's been a fun week. It's been a very fun week. I've enjoyed myself. Nice. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I always worry, like, when people come on the show, like, did they have fun? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but today, you know, since, since we are moving on, we're, we're, we're going forward. We're going to talk about baseball players who have moved on to other things, life after baseball. And uh, the list is super interesting. Uh, I mean, there's obviously we're not we're not going to talk ones who went into broadcasting because there's way too many, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's hundreds. I feel like that's hundreds of players. Mm -hmm. So that's 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 a given, you know. Uh, especially now that everybody has like 20 sports teams or 20 like commentating teams, you know, so it's, it's crazy. The first one I, I, I want to talk about is my main man. He's, he's only one, he's one of only 13 athletes in history to have played both major league baseball and in the NBA. Um, oh, that's an interesting combination. I mean, we got our Deion Sanders's and we got our Bo Jackson's that played NFL and M MLB, but yeah. I didn't realize that there were that many that played NBA and MLB. Yeah, uh, he played for the Boston Celtics in 47-48, he played for the Dodgers in 49, played for the Cubs in 51, and he's actually really 
important to the the history of of baseball. I mean, his stats aren't aren't good. Uh, he only had <laughs> two home runs, you know, but he helps broker some some deals between players and owners and stuff like that. He was he was by all accounts he was a good dude. And yeah, I mean, he is, played. He played in that era of baseball where players didn't really get a say on where they, what they, what position they played, what the team they played for. You played for what you played for and did whatever the owner said, and that was it. You didn't have a say in it. So, yeah. and, and he was a first baseman because he's a left-handed. Um, and it is Chuck Connors, the rifleman himself, and uh, I would. We're going to talk about a lot of people today. Uh, well, we're going to talk about a few people today. And, you know, we keep going back and forth as to where Kurt Russell stands. He comes from a baseball family, but well, we'll get into him. So Kurt Russell has an asterisk next to his name. But everybody else, I feel like Chuck Connors is probably the most successful post-baseball. I mean, because The Rifleman was almost 200 episodes. and Wow, that went a lot longer than I thought it did. Yeah, um, 168 episodes over five seasons, and it, it's great. I it comes on MeTV every day from two to three, and it's fully available on Amazon Prime. Um, I, for some reason, I love this show. I over the last few months, I've just really kind of fallen in love and enjoyed it. And uh, when I found out, you know, he had a background in baseball, I was like, well, that's that's pretty cool. And to know that he did basketball as well because he's six six, which is on the tall side for a baseball player. That is pretty. That is pretty tall for a baseball player, especially back then. Yeah, so he's just a, a really cool guy. Uh, you, have you ever watched The Rifleman? I, I know uh, not, most people our age haven't, but you know, I can honestly say that I have. But I do not remember a thing about it. My dad is huge into Westerns, so I grew up watching them. And I'm certain that the Rifleman was in there somewhere alongside Gunsmoke and Bonanza and every other show like that. But I do not have any memories, specific memories of it. Yeah, it's just it's a fun show. My kid hates it, so that makes me want to watch it. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, Dad, you watch a Rifleman? I'm like, yep. Uh, so it's fun. But yeah, you know. It's learning about the guy is just really kind of crazy. I mean, he would actually go on to play uh, the role. Lucas McCain was the character's name. He would go on to play Lucas in a couple. They did some Western movies like in the 70s and early 80s where they brought back all those shows you made. They brought back the characters and they, you know, Mm -hmm. would cameo as themselves. Like you can maybe, you know, I shot the sheriff, but... You have Burt Maverick in there and Lucas McCain, you know, in, in a bar scene and stuff. And I think that's that's pretty cool. So that's that's my my favorite, I guess, baseball player and basketball player turned actor. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, I mean, not really. He didn't ever go into acting or anything like that. But my I mean, my pick for the for the topic today, uh, Kurt Schilling, I mean, that kind of the hero of the 2004 uh, Red Sox World Series win. I mean, those of you who paid attention to baseball back then, or you know, were at least semi-aware of it, uh, 
that saw any of the games probably heard about Kurt Schilling and his messed up ankle and the bloody sock and all that stuff. Sad story for him after he got done with baseball. Uh, well, actually, he before he even finished baseball, he founded uh, 38 Studios. He actually founded, founded it in 2006, just a few years before he retired. I think he retired in tw- uh, 2009. But if you're familiar with the game Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, um, that was his studio. But that game broke him. He spent over and lost over $115 million trying to put that game out. And I don't know what he's doing today, but. We should have called him. He'd probably come on the show. (laughs) Right. But that game for me, I enjoyed the hell out of that game, but it didn't do anywhere near what it was expected to do. And he went broke because of it. Yeah. that Video games are a. I feel like video games are one of those things that a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I can, especially if they have a bankroll, like, oh, I can do it. Like uh, Joe Madrea, the comic book artist, mm-hmm. made Battle Chaser Studios, and he got out before he lost too much money. Now he's he actually this other day was like, yeah, I'm bringing it back. But I feel like video games are one of those people are like, yeah, I can do that. And no, no, not, not quite. Right. Yeah. I mean, you look at modern video games. Uh, CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077 comes to mind. It's like, oh, I could have done that better, blah, 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 blah. It's like, are you serious? The best-loved video game studio on the planet at this point bombed with this one, and you think you could do better? Yeah. yeah. Good good luck. Oh, I mean, in, in baseball, it's the same way. You know, when people are like, you had one job. You had to catch the ball. I could catch the ball. No, 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 it, no, you couldn't have caught you that be ball. On the couch next to me. Yeah. 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 You couldn't have caught that ball. <laughs> uh, another one. Of, and actually, I don't know him as a baseball player, which is kind of weird because he he was a three time all star um, Cy Young Award winner, World Series MVP, Golden Glove Award uh there's now I'm on, I'm on the edge. I'm on the edge of my seat, waiting on this name. It's like you didn't know this person MLB was a baseball record. player. What? Yeah. Now I'm on the edge of my seat because yeah. you're saying all these stats, and I'm like, you didn't know this person is a baseball player, yeah. really? Who are you talking about? He had 59 consecutive scoreless innings pitched. Um, and he was he was played for 18 seasons from '83 to 2000. And then was a color analyst for the Dodgers. I know him as a poker player. That's where I got him. And that's uh, Oral Hershiser. Yeah, Oral's the man. That's so weird to me that you don't know him as a baseball player. Because I, I never watched him play baseball. I watched him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew, I grew up. I mean, not grew up watching him, but I watched him whenever I was a kid. He was, he was kind of the next. He was. You know, a big, he was a big deal. He was a very big deal. <laughs> That's the easiest way to put that. Yeah, I mean, but it was one of those, like, I saw him play poker, and they're like, yeah, he's a baseball player. Because even, like, his poker, sometimes instead of having a, a card protector, he'll use a baseball or, you know, a little, little fun right. thing like that. Oh, that's and cool. It was like, I once I kind of thought about it, I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember hearing his name, you know. Um, growing up, when I was real little, like, we, like I said, we were a, null, a Rangers household. Um, so I'm sure I heard his name be cursed once or twice uh, over the years. But yeah, and he's, I mean, 
he, he's a professional poker player right now and he's that's wow really i didn't i didn't know that about him at this point i mean i knew that he did some broadcasting a few years ago but i didn't know that he did that he was a pro pro that he was excuse me a pro pro poker player that's that's crazy i yeah, learned something uh, i learned something new today <laughs> i mean he's won some big like poker star tournaments and stuff and um uh, i mean i can't imagine that he needs the money but that's cool I know he didn't make a video game studio, so he was, right. Uh, yeah, and he never had a video game that was named after him either. Yeah, one thing. So one thing that he does that's that's really cool. Uh, it's it's cool, but it's also kind of a jerk move. Is when he eliminates a player, he autographs a baseball and gives it to him. Oh, that's like, cool. I, I would get into a poker tournament just to be eliminated by him, so I could get that autograph. Like, can I just sit next to him? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he, or oral. Here's here here's here, Mr. Hershiser. Here's what I've got. Eliminate yeah. me. Give me that ball. <laughs> I will just fold, or I'll muff my cards. And you, but you know, I, I I think that's something cool. But he, I've watched him play. I've watched him play at a few heads up tournaments too. And he's he's good. He's a good player. Um, and that that kind of goes back to that that chess game that you mentioned the other day. You know. Yeah, it's Fisher's it's all. I mean, batter. to me. Yeah, there's a physical element to it, and you've got to have it, but it's more mental than anything. Yeah, and I think that's – I don't know. I just uh, – he's – I think it's cool that he went from one sport to another, you know. We're yeah, that is cool. that have my body type, poker players, man. I, that, that's why <laughs> I love playing poker. I'm like, hey, I'm actually in my better shape than most of them. But uh, it's good. It's good. So let, let's talk about we, – we've kind of teased it most of the week. Let's talk the Kurt Russell talk. Yeah, let's talk about Kurt Russell. Him and so, his his Disney background and being the last words of Walt and, yeah, you so, know, his, his weird baseball – his somehow baseball weird family. Yeah, so, you know, we mentioned in – like we said, go watch the battered bastards of baseball. It's hard to say, but great to watch. Like, it's yeah, so absolutely. Like, I mean, I love baseball. Wasn't sure how I was going to feel about this documentary, but after it was done, it was just like, give me more, give me more of this. Yeah, exactly. So his dad had basically his own baseball league. I mean, it was with some other people and stuff, but for the sake of this show, we're going to say his dad had a, a, a baseball league. Yeah, I mean, and, his dad His dad started his own independent league that had nothing to do with Major League Baseball. If you are not aware, a little bit of history, if you are not aware, Major League Baseball, the MLB, is the only legalized monopoly in the United States. And his dad bucked that trend. He said, nah, screw them. I'm going to do my own thing. And it, it kind of worked for a little while. Uh it worked really well for a little while. Yeah. And so, you know, Kurt Russell did the Disney movies, but even before the Disney movies, and they, they talk about this in that documentary, his dad filmed him, like, and they were teaching people how to play baseball, like the fundamentals. So and Kurt would get out there and, you know, throw the ball, and they, they would talk about it and stuff. Um, and But then you know, he did the Disney thing and then walked away and – Ended up playing minor league in El Paso, I think I read. I don't know. I don't know where he played, but he did. Yes, he did. He made, he made it up to uh, either double A or high, or, uh, high single A. 
I yeah. want to say high single A, um, which is only a step, which is only a step above college ball, but still he got paid to play baseball. Yeah. And then he had an accident and he's like, well, I guess I'll go back to this acting thing. And yeah, <laughs> I guess if I have to, yeah, him and macho man, you know, they, well, okay, right. Cool. And we all know Kurt Russell, you know, he's made a lot, a lot of great, you know, he, He's one of those people. If you look at his overall track record, I would I would say most of his movies are good movies. It, you know, everybody yeah. has a few stinkers in there, but people yeah, like from, him, yeah, from Sna- from Snake Plissken to Star Lord's Dad, mm-hmm. um, the Overboard. You know, Captain Ron. Yeah. I love Captain Ron. Oh, that's, Captain Ron is great. And so that's one that I've kind of forgot existed. <laughs> I'll always pull the random movies out. Like, you, yeah. The one that you're like, oh, yeah. But we we talked um, we, we talked earlier in the week about, like, Kevin Costner and how much he loves the game. Like, he made a movie called For Love of the Game. Mm-hmm. But Kurt Russell, and he, he narrates that documentary. Like, Kurt Russell is a baseball guy. Like, yeah, you know, and if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I may be completely wrong on this, but I'm not. But I'm pretty sure that he narrates. He doesn't narrate the whole thing. He's not the main narrator, uh, but he narrates at least part of Ken Burns' baseball. And for if you have a love of the game and you haven't seen, this is the third time this week I've mentioned this. But if you haven't free on Amazon right now, just FYI, everybody. Yeah, if you haven't, if you love baseball and you haven't watched Ken Burns baseball, you're doing yourself a disservice. But I'm pretty sure that Kurt Russell narrates at least part of that. Yeah, I mean anything Ken Burns. I there was, I went through a phase where I watched his. He did a three part, four part documentary about the Roosevelts, and at first yeah. it was like I yeah, was yeah, the background. Yeah, I I, I love Ken Burns, and anytime yeah. I hear that he's going to be putting out something new, it's like. Oh wow, that is a com- topic that I had no interest in whatsoever, but now I am fully invested. He just did a country music one last mm-hmm. year before. And That's I haven't I haven't seen that one yet, but I want to. Yeah. And I'm still waiting on him because he said I'm fairly certain that he said that he was going to do this, but he said that he would put out a new inning of baseball, which that's the way that the baseball documentary is broken down. It's broken down into individual innings, and he said he was going to put out a new inning whenever the Cubs won the World Series. Mm. They've won a World Series since he said that. He needs to put out a new one, especially after what happened with COVID and the shortened season and all of that stuff last year. He's got material. He's got plenty of material to make a new inning, and he needs to do it because I need it. I need it badly. He needs to do a documentary over a haircut. Dude has, like, the worst haircut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I won't agree. I won't disagree with that. I won't disagree with that. It looks like he cuts his own hair and uses a ruler to do it. Yeah, but uh, back, get back to Kurt Russell though. I mean, he he's one of those guys that I you know loves the game, which is awesome. Uh, but has that appreciation, you know, and that's why he's part of all these documentaries and everything. And it's always, you know, we were, we were talking about how when earlier in the week, when a baseball player walks out to your favorite song, you're like, Oh, Hey, I, I can write that. And seeing Kurt Russell, hearing Kurt Russell talk about baseball, 
mm-hmm. you're like, oh, hey, he's he's a he's bigger, bigger fan than I am. Like, it's it's kind of a cool character trait, I guess you would say, for him. Yeah. Like a cool personality trait. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. I mean, part of the reason, and I'm kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but part of the reason that I love uh, Billy Crystal is because of how big of a baseball fan he is. I mean, that dude eats and breathes, eats, breathes, shits, mets. Oh, yeah. And will do anything he can to involve them with almost any project that he works on as long as it makes sense. And even sometimes it doesn't. I mean, he, you know, he almost always has a Mets hat on, like City Slickers. Yeah. Mets hat on the whole time. Um, yeah. And, it, you know. Speaking, a- speaking of, let's, uh, you know, speaking of characters and hats, um, I believe that Ben Affleck, I think it was Affleck. It could have been Matt Damon. But one of those two turned down and basically said, no, screw you uh, to a role. Or I mean, they, they still got the role, but uh, the director or the writer, somebody involved with it, wanted them to wear a Yankees hat. And they it were like, like something Ben would do. Yeah. And they were just like, no, absolutely not. Boston Red Sox all the way. Yeah. And obviously they got their role in the end, but it was just like, I mean, that's how big of, a, of an effect that, you know, baseball has on some of these guys that have grown up as fans that they're just like, no, I, I mean, I don't give a shit if it's a role that I'm not going against who I am because, you know. Baseball I'm, is bigger than, yeah. than that role to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just crazy, you know, and to see. So this is something, though, um, when I when I was researching, you know, baseball players are actors. You know, we mentioned there's not a whole lot. There's a ton of football players turned actors. Tons, yes. tons, I mean, even his legacy is not what it was, but O.J. Simpson, you know, it was actually a good actor for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the only things that I know of with him were the Naked Gun movies, but him as whatever his character's name was, don't remember, but he was absolutely great as that character. He pulled off comedy really, really well, like way better than I'd expect a uh, NFL running back to be able to pull off. Yeah, and then of course wrestlers. I mean, it makes sense for wrestlers to become actors. You know, people like I mean, The Rock's the biggest actor in the world, but yeah, yeah Batista, John Cena. Uh, yeah, and Batista's. I think I think Batista's going to end up being bigger than The Rock was because Batista can do dramatic, and The Rock couldn't. Ooh, ah, maybe we'll have to see. I, I always have a soft yeah. Spot we'll see. Rock, we'll see but... where that goes. We'll see where that goes. But I think not bigger, maybe, but better. Yeah, okay. I really, like I can see Batista winning an acting award before The Rock does. Yes. But The Rock will make more money. Like Yes. Yes. I yeah, I will agree with that. I mean, but all of that, I mean, Hulk Hogan with the with uh his role in Rocky 3. Yeah. I mean, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Bruce Lee film in Inner the Dragon. Yeah. But you don't yeah. see a lot of you don't see a lot of baseball players turn actors. Uh yeah, you really don't. I mean, I don't. I can't actually recall an active baseball player in an acting role outside of Rookie of the Year. But well, all of those players, himself. Kirby Puckett and all those guys, they were playing themselves. They weren't really yeah. acting. They were just cameoing. And, that, and that's what we mentioned earlier in the week. You know, back in the 30s and 40s, 
there, Lou Gehrig was in a film and he played Lou Gehrig. Like that was the character's name. Yeah, uh, in the 60s, uh, both Mickey Mantle and um, I feel terrible because I don't remember his name now, but Mickey Mantle and the guy who actually won the home run race whenever he, whenever those two were going against each other for it, they played themselves in a, in a movie about their home run race. Roger yeah. Maris, Roger Maris, yeah. Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle played, played themselves in a movie about the home run race. And I mean, even even you go back to the 90s, you know, a few times this week we've mentioned McGuire and Sosa. Their moms got TV gigs. You know, they were, where was it, Taco Bell they were spokespeople for or something? Yeah, uh, yeah, something you know. like that. And like, that's, I don't know. I, I don't, obviously, you know, we, we, we talked about the athleticism and the physicality, but like baseball players, yeah, you'll get hit with a pitch. Every now and then, um, Nolan Ryan may beat the bricks off you, but overall, right, <laughs> you're going to come out not as as beaten as yeah, head, or even head, basketball. yeah, head trauma is not a normal part of the game in baseball. Yeah, uh, so you know, I think they're perfectly capable of doing it, but uh, they all, but that you know, that may be it. You know, they make all this money. And they don't have to pay these managers and bills. I, I yeah, I mean, I mean, I and I might, and again, I might be wrong, but I'm fairly certain that you have more potential if you are one of the best of the best in baseball. You have more potential earnings than you do than you would in uh, the NFL or the NBA. I mean, even if you're not, because there's all those guys who haven't played in years and still get paychecks. Like, yeah, I mean, look, hell, Barry Benia, Barry Benia days, or uh, Bobby Benia day, not Barry. I don't know where I got Barry from. Barry Bonds, maybe. But Bobby Benia day is still a thing. He's getting paid a million dollars a year or something like that, and has been for a while because he deferred his contract for a while so that the Mets could save some money. And they were like, yeah, we'll pay you this much money every year for this many years. And he's still getting a paycheck every yeah. year and hadn't stepped foot on a diamond in 20 years yeah it's hey more power to him i mean yeah yeah i'm not gonna argue with it. i think it's one of the funniest things ever <laughs> yeah so i i don't know like that but when i was recent when i was looking up stuff it was you know chuck connors and that's about it you yeah, know, there's of, not many guys that go from the MLB over to a full-blown acting career, especially on the caliber that Chuck Connors did. Yeah. It's just they finish up and they go off, they retire, and they kind of disappear from public life. I mean, uh, Randy Johnson pitched for the Seattle Mariners and the Arizona Diamondbacks. He's famous for the bird ball whenever he just absolutely destroyed that bird with that pitch. He's a professional photographer now, but you wouldn't know it because he doesn't advertise his services and he gets paid for his work. But it's one of those things where you see a photo in a gallery and he's like, oh, I like this. I want to buy it. it. It's not like, oh, I'm buying a Randy Johnson. I just yeah. like this. Yeah, he just happens to be a good photographer as well. That's and like, like oral, like, I'm just going to go play poker. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I, I don't know, but before before we finish, I 
again, I want to say thank you so much, Cole, for doing this. This is oh, I've had a blast a all fun. week. Yeah, and it was it was cool to revisit something that I did back. I mean, just just to put things in perspective, this is the 265th week of my show. 265 weeks I've been doing this. We've been doing this five, doing this for a minute. Yeah, week five was baseball. So 265 oh, wow. weeks since I've, wow. I've talked baseball. That's uh, that was back in 2016, right? Yeah. Wow. So, so thank you for, for the idea and, you know, doing this and we're bringing it back, talking about it. Uh, I have a list of games and movies I need to dig up or track down and play right. and watch. Yeah, me too at this point. I mean, I hadn't even thought about some of the stuff we talked about for years. And now it's like, okay, I got to dig that out again. Yeah, that, that Baseball Riot game is $5 on Xbox. Um is it is it on the is it on the Xbox Live service for PC? Because I don't have an Xbox. I've got a PC though. Uh no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it's on Steam. I'm sure it's on PlayStation. You know, oh yeah. Steam, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's probably available somewhere that I've got. So it's good. But no, it, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for doing this. It has been a pleasure. I've enjoyed I have enjoyed it immensely. And hopefully Rangers have a good season this year. Uh, at least a better cross, season. Yeah, like, cross our fingers. Cross our fingers, just not last place. That's what I'm hoping for at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm not even hoping for a good season. I'm just hoping for a better season. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, that's, we'll... that's all I can hope for at this point is a better season. I'm diehard, lifelong Rangers fan, and I'm not going to change. But, but it's hard sometimes. It is, it is hard sometimes. But, you know, I have not experienced the heartbreak of a Cubs fan yet. So yeah. I can deal with it. Yeah, yeah, it can always be worse. Uh, yeah, <laughs> 108 years. If for anybody out there who was wondering, it took them 108 years behind, between World Series wins. Yeah, so Rangers still have a, a, a couple of decades before they hit that. that point. Yeah, although we, although the Rangers are getting close to being the longest standing franchise without a World Series win, they are getting very close to that. Ooh, ooh, I didn't. No, I I'd heard something about that actually. Yeah, uh, they're they're getting very close. I forget which ones are ahead of the Rangers, but they are getting close to it. But they're still stuck with me. I'm still stuck with them. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it'll happen. And we can only hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let let us know who are you rooting for this season. You know, hopefully we're gonna have a normalish season this year. Uh, and. and See, see what plays out, see what happens. You can let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. You can find me there. Question, comments, concerns, suggestions, whatever. Hit me up, email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But that does it for us this week. Um, again, full round of, round of applause for you, sir. You did great. It was fun. It was a blast. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.